For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. And football season is over, but there's still a lot of great action, whether it's NBA, UFC, NHL, plenty of sports to bet on. Betonline.ag is just the place to do it. Whatever sport, whatever time, wherever you at, just make sure if you want to do some kind of betting, Go to betonline.ag. And I, I know you're a huge UFC guy, so I'm going to take all of my direction from you in that regard. And so if you want to place a bet on any of that action, head over to the website, betonline.ag today. Use your desktop or mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. Bet online where the game starts. All right, cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, two-time Super Bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers, number 24, Ike Taylor. IT, an entertaining Super Bowl. Rams take care of business, beat the Bengals to win Super Bowl 56. We're going to have a full reaction on today's pod, and I'm excited because later this afternoon, I get to see you in the flesh. I'm doing really well. How are you this morning, my man? Man, I'm doing good, Mark. Good to see you, too. Can't wait to see you as well later. But, yeah, last night was a heck of a night. was a good game. Um, kind of what we expected. You know, if it was going to be a blowout, the Rams was going to blow Cincinnati out. If it was going to be close, because Cincinnati kept it and wanted it to be close. So that's exactly what I kind of expected. Ike, I'm happy. They finally got the Super Bowl MVP correct. Cooper Cup, in my opinion, well-deserving of the MVP. It was really that Rams final scoring drive. Odell Beckham Jr. is injured. Higby is injured. And it was play after play after play after play when the Rams needed it most. Cooper Cup was the guy. And you, you put your p- players in a position to succeed. And when you need your star players to make plays when you need it most. And it wasn't just that he delivered and moved the team down the field, Ike. It was also on the plays where he either drew offensive pass interference. He drew an unnecessary roughness penalty and still made a catch. Some plays that didn't even count. The physicality the Bengals played with was incredible. But Cooper Cup stood and took it and delivered play after play after play after play. I'm glad to see he won Super Bowl MVP because I thought he was most deserving. Mr. Give me the ball on the last drive. That's all I want. That's Cooper Cup. Mr. This is what I've been doing the whole season. That's Cooper Cup. Mr. Man, y'all keep sleeping on me every day. Y'all need to find out what number 10 is on the field. That's Cooper Cup. Mr. Super Bowl MVP, and you said it right, Mark. I'm so glad they got this one right because he definitely deserved it. That's Cooper Cup. Mr. Man, I don't say too much. I just go about my business, handle my business, and break records. 
It's Cooper Cup. Mr. Man, let me get this triple crown. That's Cooper Cup. So Cooper Cup, man, just do everything you want him to do. I'm, I'm sure, and I never met Cooper Cup, but I'm, I'm sure as a coach, you will want every person to walk in your facility to have the mindset, the determination, the man they ain't never got to worry about off the field issues like a Cooper Cup. <laughs> That's just what he is. Mr. Man, man, you know, Matthew Stafford going to get up 5.30 in the morning and go watch some tape for everybody. That's, that's Cooper Cup. So when Matthew Stafford is in the jam, who you think he's going to rely on? He's going to rely on Cooper Cup. Coach Sean McVay, when they're making calls for the last drive to try to win the game to come back from the Cincinnati Bengals, who you think his number, who you think number he's going to call? He's going to call Cooper Cup. So you can say whatever you want to. You can go all these flashy guys. You can do the Jalen's. You can do the Aaron Donalds. You can do the uh, Von Millers. You can do the OBJs. You, you can even do for a short stint a Matthew Stafford. By the end of the day, the L.A. Rams is Cooper Cup. You know, and I love Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald did seal the deal last night to make sure he got, like he said earlier, to make sure he got his ring. He, he sealed the deal. But even with Coach Sean McVay, you say Coop, you take Cooper Cup out of the situation, you take him off the team, <laughs> I don't know what the L.A. Rams would be. So congratulations not only to the L.A. Rams, to Aaron Donald for sure, OBJ, my dog, but Cooper Cup, yeah, it's 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 hard. He's the best. He's the most valuable player on the LA Rams team. I would yeah. I, I would I would say that. Ike, I would have liked to see him get more consideration for regular season MVP. More than twenty four hundred receiving yards, both regular season and postseason combined. Most ever shatters Larry Fitzgerald and Jerry Rice's previous records. Both were in the 1,900-yard range. Now, remember, 17-game regular season, you have an additional game. But it wasn't just the regular season. Throughout the playoffs, time and time and time again, when the Rams' back was up against the wall, Cup was the guy who delivered for them consistently in the Super Bowl. Rams have the ball at their own 30-yard line, a fourth and one, five minutes left in the game. And it's like, yeah, you've got all three timeouts. But if you punt the ball back to the Bengals, you might not get the ball back. And they decide to run the right end round to Cooper Cup. He gets a seven-yard gain and keeps the drive going. It was that seven-yard rush. He had an eight-yard reception, a 22-yard reception, an eight-yard reception, and then drawing penalties as well. And, like, the catch he had where he caught it and they said that the defender was penalized for unnecessary roughness, and there were offsetting penalties. It wasn't just the plays where the Rams gained yardage because of what Cup did. I also thought it was the plays where he endured just so much physicality and punishment from the Bengals team, and he still consistently delivered. He drew penalties, and it was all Cup on that last drive. I mean, like, the 22-yard the completion Stafford had to him on the no-look was pretty remarkable, but again the Bengals really had to stop one guy and they weren't able to do it. Cooper cup hats off super bowl MVP on what made it's the greatest single receipt season we've seen from a receiver in NFL history. And I hope we can continue to see this because I think teams are going to continue to key in on and target him. That's where you go to an OBJ OBJ, obviously getting hurt. And he started the way OBJ started this game. It was like, man, like he, he might have a, a great game too, because of the attention that cup draws. But when the Rams absolutely needed it, he was the guy. And I'm glad that like 
They didn't give it to just the quarterback and Stafford. And Aaron Donald was terrific too, making the key play and the key stop for the Rams down the stretch. But if not for Cup, the Rams would not have won this game. And again, we I feel like we talk every year with the Super Bowl, Ike, and it's like, are we sure this other player is not the MVP? I thought they finally got it right this year. Nah, you and I on the same page with the MVP. I thought for sure, you know, the NFL got it right with Cooper Cup because I felt in my mind he was definitely the MVP. Cincinnati blew it three times. You know, you got to get some kind of points when you're up four. If you don't get any points when you're up four and you keep giving teams opportunities, eventually in the NFL, they're going to wind up scoring. Mm-hmm. So, and, but the only thing that kept, the, the only thing that haunted them, I thought in my mind, it wasn't even the play. It was the penalty. One of the teammates came mm-hmm. off the off the bench and got on the field. So they wind up getting they wind up getting the interception on Matthew Stafford. So they took points off off the board. But at the same time, you get you give a ninety a ninety. It was a minute and twenty three seconds left, and they had two timeouts left. And you you wind up getting the unsportsmanlike conduct because one of your teammates ran on the field. You know what I'm saying? What wasn't even dressed? Wasn't even dressed? Ran on the field. So I thought that kind of took momentum mm-hmm. um, away from the Cincinnati Bengals because man, you give me 15 yards back, ain't no telling what McPherson can do. <laughs> At least we're gonna go and see. You already was going for it on fourth and one a, a few times in the game, so your mind was already made up, man. We came here to win. We're we're not we're not putting this ball. You sat there and told your punter. For the game, hey, if it's anything under fourth and two, hey, go ahead and sit down because we're going for it. But I felt like that unsportsmanlike penalty kind of hurt, not kind of, hurt it, the Cincinnati Bengals. And when you're up 2014 and you get opportunities after opportunities. And I know Joe, Joey, Joe Burrow was hurt. I get that part. Mm-hmm. But man, Super Bowl. And you got to find a way to get some kind of first downs. Uh, three first downs would have put you in the driver's seat. At least yep. get some points. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what it is. And believe me, I know there is no guarantee on going back. Everything got to kind of work out perfect for you during that season. Your quarterback got to stay healthy. Your receivers got to stay healthy. Like, you damn near have to have a perfect season. Yeah, you might have an injury or two, and you might have a guy who will step up and be an unsung hero. But for the most part, to make it to the Super Bowl, everybody pretty much got to be healthy. You know, just look at how the L.A. Rams made it. Everybody was healthy. Tom Brady, when he was doing – when he wasn't retired – for the most part, everybody was healthy. But then when everybody became unhealthy, you needed Cooper Cup on that last drive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's exactly what you need. But for me, the Cincinnati Bengals, they had the opportunity. They just didn't capitalize at the end. Under six minutes, they had the opportunity to seal the deal and close the game. And you got to be able to capitalize because you never know or you don't know if you're going to get back to a Super Bowl. Just look at just just look at Aaron Rodgers. Last mm-hmm. time Aaron Rodgers been back to a Super Bowl, it was two thousand and nine. Mark, it's two thousand and twenty two. So mm-hmm. nothing nothing isn't guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? So that's what these guys got to see. But massive shout out to the L.A. Rams. They they did exactly what they needed to do to get that Super Bowl. Ike, I only have one thing to check of everything you just said. There, you said. McPherson, it's shooter McPherson. I wanted to see the Bengals rookie kicker get a chance at the end. Bengals not able to move the ball down the field. Burrow, who was hurt with his knee injury, I will find out more on this, uh, the how severe it was. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a really bad knee injury. Burrow running for his life, sacked seven times last night. 
tied for most in Super Bowl history. So that's one thing that the Bengals will need to do in the offseason is shore things up. Uh, shout out to, to the Rams, too. Sean McVay supplants Mike Tomlin is the youngest head coach to win a Super Bowl. McVay, 36 years old in 20 days. Tomlin was 36 years old, 323 days old when he won the Super Bowl. All the way back in the day, Ike, Super Bowl 43, a team that you were a part of. Yeah, big shout out to Coach Sean McVay. If you just talk to his players, um, I think uh, Matthew Stafford, his post-game uh, interview, he just called him Sean. Usually you call him Coach. He was like, yeah, Sean comes over to play. Sean's just keep players intact. Sean pretty much can relate to everybody. I'm like, damn, my mom would smack the hell out of me if I just really said it first. <laughs> I better put a coach in front of you. But that's just <laughs> Coach, Coach McVay. Coach McVay, he just can relate to whomever he, he picks up. And to be able to go out and get um, a Jalen, a OBJ, a Von Miller, oh, got to give a big shout out to Les Snead too. You know, yeah. I've, I've been, I've been, I've been knowing Les Snead for a couple of years, especially working over at the network. So, big shout out to Les Snead, the general manager for the for the LA Rams. Uh, he gambles hard in the offseason when you want to talk about being aggressive and trying to get pieces to the LA Rams. And them pieces to the puzzle wind up working out for him. So big shout out. He's an unorthodox general manager, I would say, because he makes moves a lot of other general managers wouldn't make. But he made a chess move last year, and it wound up coming to fruition. So the L.A. Rams, man, good work. On um, The Cincinnati Bengals, um, I went to betonline.ag, and I did want them to win. But obviously, I came up short. But it's all good. Um but as it, it was an exciting game to me. Um, Joey, Joe Burrow, he's really he's really that cool under pressure guy. I think the only I think the only bad pass I seen from him was um, it was a third and nine, and he stepped up in the pocket. And he wound up throwing it in the dirt to Jamar Chase. I felt like that would kind of seal the deal to close the game as well in the yeah. second half. That's just what it is, man. That that game was good for me. I had a good time. Um, oh, yeah, shout-out to Miss um, Courtney, too, who's in charge of Brinks TV. Had a good time on the podcast last night. She gave me an invite. I'm getting on the spend about 15, 20 minutes on it. Had a good time chopping it up, talking to CJ and company, CJ Anderson and company. So that was, that, was, that was pretty cool for me. But, yeah. Love that. Ike, I want to go back to, we mentioned Burroughs' injury, and we'll see what happens, if anything, further of the extent of what happened there. I thought the windows tightened up in the fourth quarter. I think the Rams really, really pinned their ears back and was watching the game with the buddy. And it was like, I'm like, Burrow has no time to throw uh, two, three seconds and the ball's got to be out. Otherwise it's a race to the quarterback with Donald and company, Leonard Floyd, uh, Von Miller. I, I, I just thought that the, the passing windows to, just were a lot tighter in the fourth quarter where it was just like both teams were really, really going for it. So that's something that I noticed where it was just like at the line of scrimmage, I mean, you're going to have your hands full trying to block the Rams up front as is, but I think that the Rams really could understand the stakes of that point in the game. Just something I noticed at the line of scrimmage. And that was really one of the keys going into this game, considering Burrow sacked 51 times a league high during the regular season, sacked nine times in the Bengals playoff win against the number one seeded Tennessee Titans on the road at Nissan Stadium in Nashville 
last night sacked seven times. And so that was really going to be one of the keys to the game. Is this something that Burrow can overcome? He didn't make excuses all season long. He doesn't, right. you know, ream his guys out on the sideline or sell them, sell them to dry, you know, when he's asked about it by media members. That's what true leadership does. Hopefully the Bengals can do things, you know, in the offseason to where, you know, he's not running for his life on every single play because even despite all of that, he's still a terrific quarterback. And <laughs> we've talked about this too, like in the AFC, and this is something we're going to talk a lot about a little bit later in the show of, you know, who our Super Bowl favorite in Super Bowl 57 will be. But in the AFC, you look at Mahomes, you look at Burrow, Herbert, uh, and Josh Allen, those four. I think that those four might be trading off Lombardi's for the next several years. Yeah, it's going to be a few quarterback in the AFC. We forgot about a hurt injury, Lamar Jackson as well. Thank so, you. Yes, yes. There you, thank you, Ike. We're talking about five, five quarterbacks. You know, we're talking about MVPs in the AFC. Patrick Mahomes, oh man, Lamar Jackson. Them boys can get a job done. Then you add in the Joe Burrow and the Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, like. <laughs> What the hell? And if you see some guy just straggling around the six, the six, you're talking about Derek Carr. So yeah. it's a lot it's a lot going on in the AFC. You know, I'm just upset everybody in the AFC. I wanted to spread around a little bit. Some of the guys can go to the NFC to make this thing <laughs> more competitive. You know, but um, yeah, Mark, it, it I I thought, and even though he started it, it woke him up. Aaron Donald, when he pushed Joe Burrow on their sideline out of bounds for that play when he was scrambling, and everybody, as they should, his offensive line, as they should, come and protect his quarter, their quarterback and Joe Burrow and his, and his team, that Cincinnati team. From that point on, Aaron Donald just said, F it. That, that, that's my personal opinion. Because after that, when he just went bonkers. He went bananas. He went eight. That's exactly what the young man did. So I thought... Usually when you start something, you get a different kind of energy from the other team. Like, you know what? Forget you. But Aaron Donald started it, and everybody gathered around him. He was like, you know what? I forgot who I was. I'm Aaron Donald. Watch this. And he took off after that. Yep. Yeah, and even that had the game ceiling play too, Ike, and it was just like, Good luck stopping him and trying to block him up front. Happy to see him get a Super Bowl because he has accomplished pretty much everything an individual player can accomplish short of winning a Super Bowl. He now will have a Super Bowl ring. And so after the game, you know, he was speechless in terms of what it meant to him. A really, really cool moment in the reaction of that game. Of And it was just it was just such a genuine the interview, it's just like you could just see the emotion on his face and the tears streaming down his face in terms of everything that he's done to try to accomplish what he can do as a player in his career. Um, and to see that moment come to fruition for him, uh, I thought was just – it was just really, really special to watch, Ike. Now, Aaron, Aaron he's my favorite player in the league. You know, he's all – he's my – He's always been, like, the last three years, he's just been my favorite player. He, he's a game wrecker, Ike. In the, in the NFL. But he, he's honestly a great person. But his, his work ethic is unbelievable, Mark. You usually guys are that talented. You know, they, they don't they don't work like Aaron Donald. You know, but Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. 
if he wants to retire right now, if he wants to go to the Hall of Fame and not wait five years, he got him. First ballot. That's no how, question. That's, no question. Yeah, that's how that's that's how good. If you if you want to come out with um who's up there? Tom Brady and Big Ben. Aaron White, me, yeah, Tom Brady, Big Ben, Aaron Donald, it's gonna be if he wanted to to retire this year. Yeah. Say, yeah. You, you I, might- I was thinking about this in the historic perspective to piggyback off what you're saying. Like, other than Lawrence Taylor and Reggie White, I think Aaron Donald's like right there from a defensive player from that kind of impact. Like, that's the caliber of player we're talking about here. He's the best player in the league. Like, Aaron Donald is the best. You, he's an interior lineman, meaning one, two, or three will get their hands on him every play. Three, I'm talking about three three grown men who got kids in the family at home. <laughs> 300 plus pounds. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about 900, <laughs> close to 1,000, close to 1,100 pounds that, that will touch Aaron Donald damn that every plate. And the time you don't touch him, he calls havoc. Man, you know how we're, I'm not talking about we're going to double receiver or this linebacker can come downhill. He can cover. I'm talking about every. Defensive snap, Aaron Donald's getting hit by two guys, no less than two. And if it's crucial, he's going to get pinged by three. And he still finds a way every play. I don't think people understand how good and how hard it is you have to be to be the best defensive player in the NFL. One of them, I'm sorry. Shout out to defensive player of the year, T.J. Watt. One of them, as an interior lineman, Mark, I'm not talking about on the yes. edge. Yes. You might get a tight end to chip you or running back to chip you if you play outside lineman. No, I'm talking yeah. about hey, I'm in the fire. How hot is the kitchen? I want it as hot as possible. Aaron Donald is a grown man. Oh, yeah. And I like my Nana used to say, you can't cook cold. So there you go. You can't. You, you damn right you can't. But, man, that gas is a mother if it's cold. <laughs> like you say, Ike, we're cooking with gas now. And I think you're exactly right about the interior because I love TJ Watt. TJ Watt was deserving right. to win defensive player of the year this year. The year before, TJ Watt did have better statistical production than Aaron Donald, but it goes back to exactly like what you're saying, Ike, from the interior. If it's even close, you got to give the edge to the interior guy because they're not going to put up the same statistical production as an edge pass rusher. So either a defensive end or an outside linebacker like a TJ Watt. So the fact that when he won it in the 2020 season, I remember it was like, well, if you look at the stats, Watt had better stats, but the fact that it was even close and Aaron Donald every year in the league is an all pro player. Again, we're talking about one of the all time greats and Aaron Donald, and I think he belongs in that conversation again. The two guys, Lawrence Taylor and Reggie White, Aaron Donald's probably right there. I'd probably rank those two just ahead of Donald, but I need to think about it a little bit more, though, Ike. But that is the caliber of player we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna put him at one mark, and the reason why. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go it on. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to shortcut Aaron Donald because. We're talking about the two guys we're talking about, the Reggies and the the Lawrence Taylor, outside, outside, yeah. mm-hmm. outside. Put Aaron Donald at defensive end, 
and watch how many sacks he has. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he, and he, he could do it. He could do it too because he's like, he, he, would he you say it. like 280? He could easily do it. Yeah, no, but that's what he that's what he does. Like they they that's I started to pay attention to the terminology of great defensive linemen. So my son Bishop, my son, my nephew Bishop, who's at Florida State, I used to say, Oh man, he played D tackle, nose tackle. He said, No, nah, I play D line. I said, Dad, why you say you play D line? He said, Because I can play inside or outside. He said, That's what Aaron Donald do. He played the line. He, you don't put us at one position. You don't say we just a nose tackle or, or, or a D tackle, depending on a four three or three four. Guys like us, we play D line. I say, yeah, hey, that's how <laughs> that's how good. Like when we want to talk about Lawrence T- Taylor and 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 White, man, them guys play outside outside linebacker slash D end. Mm-hmm. It was hard to say. Oh yeah, they played. D line, because when you play D line, you line up in the inside or the outside. But this is no disrespect, but Aaron Donald for sure, and Aaron Donald for sure. I'll put Aaron Donald at one. Ike, I I understand what you're saying. I just want to point out, play devil's advocate for anyone watching this on YouTube after the fact. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit of recency bias, Ike. But consider you played in the league 12 years, and I'm in good spirits today. The Monday after the Super Bowl, I'm gonna let this slide. You ain't gotta let it slide. Nah, ain't, ain't, we ain't got no grease or no oil on the floor. I know you got your stick'em shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break to tell our listeners and viewers about better help. So if you've got goals in life, dreams, aspirations, a lot of times you need help to get there. Better help helps people pair them with a licensed professional to be able to do that and to be able to outline, be able to help people out for whatever it is that they are trying to accomplish. Excited to have BetterHelp as a presenting sponsor of the Believe in Steelers podcast. Um, something I fought for years, and that was help because my grandmother, she called me man at a young age because I had to be the man at the house. But man, make sure y'all just go and tap into betterhelp.com because it will help you not only with your goals, but just everything you want to do. And a lot of times, man, all we need to get the extra push is some kind of help. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So here's what we need our listeners and viewers to do. You can see the website on your screen right now if you're watching the Believe in Steelers podcast. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with a therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's also affordable it's more affordable than in-person therapy as well, Ike. And you can start by communicating with the therapist in less than 48 hours. Why invest in everything? Why invest everything else and not your mind? And so here's what I need our listeners and viewers to do if they're interested. You can go to betterhelp.com slash Steelers. And so that way our Believe in Steelers podcast listeners and viewers get 10% off on their first month at betterhelp.com slash Steelers. Again, that's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Steelers. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast is also brought to you by NordVPN. And Ike, everyone's got their devices, laptop, cell phone, tablet. You need to have peace of mind when it comes to internet security. NordVPN makes sure that they've got the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure everything that you do online stays safe. Hey, I told y'all this every week. We're not slacking on our hacking. 
because we got NordVPN, we got our back, baby. Yes. And so again, you can see that website on your screen right now. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe. Use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's money-back guarantee. Ike, Matt Stafford's going to Canton when this is all said and done, whether it's justified or not. But he, I I think so. I was very happy to see him win 12 years with the Detroit Lions, not even able to get a playoff win. And now he's a Super Bowl champion, 12th all-time in passing yards, 12th all-time in passing touchdowns, 11th all-time in completions, fourth all-time in passing yards per game. I was really excited to see him when it all came together, the connection with him and McVay. And I thought he was very, very gutty as a quarterback in Detroit, playing games, coming back off the bench where he was hurt. I think he gave everything he could to that franchise to see him win a Super Bowl. Very happy for Matthew Stafford. And I think get a few more years of uh, see if the Rams can repeat as Super Bowl champions. But if he keeps up this level of production for another two, three seasons, he's going to have a gold jacket. and We're going to see him in Canton, Ohio. Okay, so I'm glad you added another two or three years because you you almost made me jump off the cliff. <laughs> Not yeah, right I, now. I agree. Well, I agree. Matthew Stafford to the Hall of Fame today, if he was to retire, no. Not, not even. Now, Matthew Stafford, he got three more years left. Let's say you're doing another three with the L.A. Rams. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think Matthew could do at least five to six because arm talent ain't the issue. Yeah, we can start talking. But right now, Mark, usually when you be hypothesizing, you be right. And I be thinking you be talking crazy, but you be you be right the majority of the time. But on this one, you just threw me, you just threw me for a loop on that one. Hell today. (laughs) I keep both feet on the cliff. No need to jump off. I'm not trying to do that. Today, today should be a national holiday. It's the Monday after the Super Bowl. Not trying to get you to jump off the cliff there. But yeah, a few more years of the production level that he's at. I'd imagine the Rams are going to be back in the playoffs. You mentioned earlier about Les Snead. One thing I want to point out with the Rams, they don't have a first-round draft pick till the 2024 season. So it was absolutely crucial that they won Super Bowl 56 because you're not going to get that influx of talent that you would get with first round picks for this upcoming draft or the 2023 draft. So I'm with you there, Ike. But again, assuming that Stafford could at least lead the Rams back to the playoffs in you know each of the next two, three seasons, they get back to, say, at least the conference championship game, if not repeating as Super Bowl champions, we know how difficult that that can be. But if he plays at the level he's capable of playing at in you know, how he performed this last season, taking the Rams and winning a Super Bowl, I think eventually a few more years, but I, I think it's there. I, I'm with you though, too. If you would decide today, Hey, I'm done with the sport. I think he'd be a little bit more, more of a fringe guy right now, but assuming he has the stats the next several years um, again, I, I kind of already made the case with the stats with where he's at right now at this moment in time, but you know, all the talk shows are going to be talking about this here, you know, today and the next few days, uh, now that the football season is over and that the Super Bowl is over. Yeah, but time will tell. We'll definitely talk about that on our next show. Because, but this Hall of Fame, man, 
I know you told Miss Courtney, man, Miss Courtney, go ahead and slide that in there because I'm going to piss hike off right quick. So. <laughs> no, no, but I'm with you too. I mean, if you look at Ben and if you look at Tom Brady in the, the class that'll be in in five years, say again, say Stafford were to retire right now. Is he in the same caliber of Ben or Tom Brady? I think the answer is no to that. So I'm with you, Ike. And no, sliding it in, it's just, look, this is something that you will see on your TV screen of whatever show or program you choose to watch. I promise you, this is going to be a, a, a discussion topic the next several days. I, I guarantee no, you, Ike. I'm just following your lead. That's all. I'm just playing with you. All right, Ike, before we wrap up here, and I, I like that you're giving me some grief, Ike. This is good. This is healthy. Who do you like to win Super Bowl 57? I know we are a year out from that, but who do you like next season? It's never too soon, especially considering Bet Online is a presenting sponsor of the Believe in Steelers podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead on and hit the Bet Online. I'm going to go back with the Cincinnati Bengals. They're going to win it all. Good choice, Ike. I like that. I, I Between oh, Bengals, oh. I like the Bills. The Bengals you can get at plus one thousand. So you put a hundred bucks down, you make a thousand dollars, and you get eleven hundred back, Ike. So pretty good odds for the Bengals there. They have the fourth best odds to win the Super Bowl uh, next season. Yeah, NFC, NFC, NFC. I got a, uh, I got Green Bay going for the NFC. So Cincinnati With Jordan Love at quarterback, right? Nah, they they gonna they gonna find a way to pay Aaron Rodgers. Okay. That's that. It's, they they because they 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 looking at the NFC like if I'm Green Bay, I'm looking at the NFC like so. Who I gotta? Let's see how Russ come back. Let's mm -hmm. see what if what they're gonna do with Jimmy Garoppolo, and uh, that's about it. The LA Rams, I just gotta look after. So right now, I gotta beat the LA Rams to get to where I need to get to. Mm -hmm. Okay, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm like because. If he go to the AFC, boy, they got some young studs sitting in the AFC. It's gonna be an uphill battle. Who so, the heck makes the Pro Bowl if if Rodgers goes to the AFC? Ike, it's like, oh my gosh, the look I mean, on your face right now is incredible. <laughs> I, I'm 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 just saying, like Aaron Rodgers, he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But we talking about Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes, and now you throw into the mix Joe Burrow and the healthy Lamar Jackson. Like, I don't know if Aaron want to play them boys in the playoffs. Like, because these these boys are winning games in Super Bowls in the playoffs. Like, don't forget, you know, Patrick Mahomes and company been to more Super Bowl games than Aaron Rodgers, and he's just stepping his foot in the dope. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's well, let's not forget that. Stay your butt in the, in the NFC. Go out on beat Matthew Stafford if you need to to get back to where you need to go, and that's the Super Bowl. Yeah, I look at Josh Allen, who had near-perfect quarterback play in the postseason, nine total touchdowns, zero turnovers, and he still loses in the playoffs. I, I'd rather go through the NFC, too, like, from a quarterback Easy. standpoint. I'm with you 100%. Easy. So the Super Bowl next year is going to be in Glendale, Arizona. 2024 is going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada. And then 2025, Ike, 
your home, the Superdome, New Orleans, Louisiana. So that's the next three years of Super Bowls, but being Glendale, Arizona next year in 2023. Heck of a season. And Ike, we kind of teased ahead to this. We're going to have heck of a time figuring out the quarterback carousel throughout this league. We will also have a position group by position group breakdown of top five guys in the 2022 draft at each position, which we did last year too. So we've got our listeners and viewers covered in the coming weeks on the Believe in Steelers podcast. No, we're going to be entering the off season, but between now and April's draft, there is going to be plenty to cover. So Ike, get another season wrapping up with you. This is our third season together doing this show, but it continues on in the off season. I'm really, really excited to talk okay. draft with you too, because that is your wheelhouse, Ike Taylor, watching, watching tape of these young prospects. I know is something that you really enjoy doing and your analysis is right on the money when it comes to the draft and draft prospects. Well, I appreciate you, Mark. Can't wait to get into this draft. Um, keeps me in the game, keeps me in tune, keeps me even more educated, especially when we talk about guys during the season where they're coming in first round and they start as rookie or whether they just slid in the sixth round, somebody that got hurt and they playing at an expectation people didn't think. That's us because we're able to talk about them because we're doing our homework. That's what I love about, you know, the uh, the upcoming draft, but, you know, top five, top eight, top ten positions, every positions. This is what we do, ladies and gentlemen. Working out when it comes down, like I leave it up to Mark to kind of take over during the season. But for the off season, I tell Mark, man, take your feet up, take a vacation because this is exactly what I'm going to do, man. I'm going to put my general manager hat on and we're yeah. going to kick but when it comes down to talking about these prospects, prospects, I, but, make sure, but make sure, man, y'all subscribe and give us give us a five star piece. Thanks for listening and tuning in to our show. Got to give a massive shout out. Hold on, I gotta say this. I gotta pay some bills. So paying some bills is giving some credit to our sponsors. Got to give a massive yeah. shout out to BetOnline.ag, Brinks TV, uh, Brinks TV. A major shout out to Believe It Still is podcast for giving Mark and I the opportunity man if y'all need anything if y'all ain't slacking on y'all hacking make sure y'all go to nordvpn.com and if you need any kind of help regardless on whether what your goal is make sure y'all go to betterhelp.com they would gladly help whatever you need done but yeah man this is exactly what we do we vpn we are nordvpn.com we get some help if we need it from betterhelp.com make sure if you got if you're thinking you want to put a dime on something you go to bet online and check marking out. Ike, I couldn't have put it better myself. What a season. Uh, Ike, we're going to be back on Friday. More recap from Super Bowl 56. And again, a busy, busy offseason ahead. A lot of changes for the Steelers, too, that we all know about. General manager, quarterback. Uh, we now know who the defensive coordinator is, too. But it's going to be a fun, fun offseason. Steelers have the 20th pick in the 2022 draft. So a lot ahead on the Believe in Steelers podcast. So I just want to thank you, too, Ike, for yet another season. Just This is something I get to do each week. So much fun with you, the Believe Podcast Network, and the Brinks TV crew. So I'll go ahead and sign off for the both of us here. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for listening and watching the Believe in Steelers podcast. We will see you later this week on Friday. Take care. So long, everyone. We'll see you then. Peace.
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.